0: which is i think spoke to the even the tone in your voice really showed just how massive the needs are and and how hard it is to even begin to make a list
1: Adam Miller, and you're in tune with FM GXC Acre. support is provided by Gemini construction.
0: this is Jim's of the vanity set and, product, and you're listening to 90.7 FM WGXc Acra. Gemini construction serving green and surrounding counties for over 40 years. For more information,
1: Movies Contact on the Radio airs, airs the second 8, Thursday evening 6, of each 2, month 2, at 7 p.m. 9, 8 we'll be back on 9. February 11th with Catskill-based filmmaker and radio producer Richard Sandler to screen and listen in on his film and video work. Meantime, check us out online at filmontmediaproject.org, that's filmont with an F, or find the Filmont Media Project on Facebook or Instagram to stay updated.
0: Wave Farm programs are made possible in part by the New York State Council on the Arts with the support of Governor Andrew Cuomo and the New York State Legislature, the National Endowment for the Arts, the Green County Legislature through the County Initiative Program
1: administered by CREATE. Alexander and Marjorie Hoover Foundation. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a special Joseph news bulletin. Stay tuned to this station. Stand for donors, by for news. Direct via satellite WGFC from our on-the-spot passport. Good evening from our support. newsroom in New York. This is Daily News WGX and Weather Report. From the WGXC Newsroom, this is the WGXC Hands-On Radio News New Update. Sustainable sustainable this is Tom Rowe. You can go to the newsroom at WGXC.org for more information radio, about anything you and hear, hear. Radio, and here. Amanda Freeze reports for, for the Times Union that 70% of New York State healthcare green, workers have received at least counties. one COVID-19 vaccine shot so far, up from 63% last week. Governor Andrew radio Cuomo continues to blame federal officials for a less-than-expected supply of the vaccines.
0: Well, the issue with the support. vaccination plan 90.7 fm agra hudson catskill It's time to dim the lights with Jenny and Amanda. Here we are on this lovely Tuesday evening, January the 26th of the year, 2021, a year that is featured in many science fiction movies, and boy, <laughs> does it feel like a science fiction movie sometimes. <laughs> I'm Amanda. <laughs> wow. And, um, <laughs> I just and there's I'm, Jenny
1: I'm here I'm here too it's you're right it's just oh boy oh boy hi buddy how's it going was that a
0: good intro it
1: was really good I was like yeah. oh well that's the show All we're right. done we're
0: done I'll take us off the air oh, hi buddy
1: hi yeah it's a beautiful snowy night out there I hope if you're out there listening in your car or you're driving very carefully uh, and if you're not yeah th- i exactly. hope you're at home and cozy be,
0: be <laughs> yeah, be slow <laughs> yeah uh, hopefully hopefully you're you're home and cozy ideally you're driving or you're ideally you're home but let's you know <laughs> drive slow take those those turns very gently and carefully mm-hmm. um yeah. one of the roads out of hudson was all blocked off oh just be careful out just there just be careful yeah. out
1: there Hey, Amanda, it's a perfect night to be watching something. (laughs) Can you tell me what you've been watching lately on these chilly, beautiful nights? (laughs) You beat me to it, Jenny.
0: I was about to ask you the same thing. Too slow. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, so I got to tell you, Jenny, this is very embarrassing for two people like ourselves who host a casual local radio show about loving watching movies i have not been watching very much (laughs) lately because right around christmas time i was really really looking for um just pure gentle comfort media um and i've been listening to the harry potter books narrated by jim dale not the versions narrated by Stephen fry um, and you know, it's not, I have, I will say I have been watching each movie after I finished the book. So I guess I can say I've been watching the Harry Potter movie, um, but I've been listening to the Harry Potter books and I got to tell you, I'm really getting something out of them that I never got before. I'm connecting with different characters than I ever did. And I'm laughing and I'm crying. <laughs> Um, so, you know, <laughs> that's, uh, that's all I've got lately. I'm so sorry. To say.
1: Don't you dare uh, be sorry. Hey, any-
0: <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, anybody out there, you know, if you haven't, um, delved into the wonderful wizarding world of Harry Potter and the magic of friendship, overcoming evil, I mean, it's the same story as Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. So you can't knock it because it's just about friendship and <laughs> fighting evil. So please, I, I invite you to come into the world and join me. It's very nice. And she's and silly, but sweet.
1: Um, Jenny, <laughs> what
0: have you been watching lately?
1: Well, <laughs> I have something to confess also. I do have not been watching very much lately. It's, you know, sometimes you just hit one of those weeks or two weeks where it's just, you know, not everything is turning out the way you think it's going to turn out. Um, I've just been, I, as you know, because I've told you, I'm still going hard on Battlestar Galactica. Uh,
0: Yes. Tell the good people which version. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's the one that started in the year two thousand and three. Um, it's I can't remember what the other guy's name is, but the, one of the showrunners is is Ronald D. Moore, who is um, famous for both Star Trek and uh, Outlander. <laughs> so you know he's got he has the the full range of um, of TV magic in his life. Which
0: which Star Trek is, uh, does, I, is did he show run?
1: Or he didn't show her on... Well, maybe oh, maybe he did. Okay. I don't know. I think or he
0: mostly... was just, he involved in?
1: Yeah. I think it was mostly Voyager, but now I'm not sure. They <laughs> <I> should have <laughs> looked at it this time, and I'm just going to do a quick little gentle Google.
0: Um, Jenny um, and I have discussed this many times. I watched this Battlestar Galactica series, the 2003 series, when I was maybe 19 or 20. And um, it I really, really also really loved it. But for some reason, I didn't watch the last two episodes. And I'm so mad that I didn't because I, it's a, it was so thrilling. I really should have just finished it. And now if I want to go back, I, I know I have to watch the whole series over again, which is fine because it's a great time <laughs> if you can stomach the 2003 flavor. <laughs> yeah
1: it's I mean it's a lot of episodes but also once you get going I was skeptical I was like I don't know if this is gonna work for me but I'm on the third season so it's obviously working for me so far well it's
0: it starts off pretty clunky and dorky yeah you know I
1: mean it's still clunky and dorky but I think you just get accustomed to it and then you're like I'm I'm into how dorky this is
0: yeah you know now, uh, famously, in this world that they're in, in Battlestar Galactica version 2003, everybody says fracking instead of the F word. And it's...
1: <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> it's...
0: <laughs> it's really, really, really hard to look past. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, I mean, I understand. Um, but if was... you can
0: get past that, you can deal with it.
1: Yeah, it's like, you know, it was on the sci-fi channel in the early 2000s. We couldn't do swears. I get it, but it is, it's challenging. Um, I have great news about Ronald D. Moore. Um, He he, uh, was a a co-executive producer on a bunch of Star Trek shows, but he also was the co-executive producer of a little TV show called Roswell that Amanda (laughs) and I were into, just so you know.
0: Um people out there listening hopefully roswell highly recommend jenny and i have talked before about teen soap operas on this probably it's very likely oh yeah uh, we're big fans and roswell is about uh high schoolers in roswell new mexico but a couple of them are aliens It's very romantic and we love it so much i think it's streaming on netflix somewhere. Possibly. It's, it's out gotta there be somewhere you, you can highly find roswell. recommend yeah they recently remade it too with adults so there's more kissing which is also <laughs> exciting for me but it is not nearly as good
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that's pretty much that's pretty much it for me you know i also have been listening to lots of podcasts it's just kind of it's that season of i want to watch movies but i'm too tired <laughs> I'm just too tired.
0: I know. And then recently leading up to our last episode, I watched so many movies because I was working from home briefly. So I really got a media, a visual media blast. And I, right now, right now I'm kind of enjoying the break, but I am also feeling addicted to listening to the Harry Potter books.
1: I'm so glad. Um, well, you know, shall we dive in? to our main topic of the evening
0: um, that when people <laughs> when people walk in the room um can you hear me
1: um I can hear you but it's very frozen
0: I think um, it, can you hear me <laughs> I can
1: <laughs> okay keep keep sorry. keep it going <laughs> sorry listeners out there
0: um I would love to move on to our theme
1: Jenny great Okay, oh great. Okay, yeah. You cut out right as I, after I finished asking you, and I was like, she's gone. She doesn't want to do the theme at all. (laughs) She hates it. No, no, no. I love the theme.
0: I know, folks. Just so you know, we're doing this over Zoom to be safe during COVID. And so there's an added struggle of internet connection, most likely mine. Uh, It's a snowy night, as we mentioned
1: it's a um, stormy evening the waves don't want to quite work right but we're gonna make it through you know what else the, is stormy <laughs> the sea oh I lost you again Amanda I didn't like my pun it hated it come back to me my sweet the sea
0: is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh wait okay I think
0: you're back because tonight, that's right. Our theme, I'm just going to keep saying it. Our theme, um, uh, anyways, Jenny and I watched a bunch of movies about ships at sea. Uh, and, uh, well, we didn't watch a bunch of movies because like we said, we haven't been watching much.
1: No. <laughs> we watched a little bit.
0: <laughs> we watched a little bit which makes me feel almost like i'm letting my family my parents down who love so we're going to have to do a sequel of this episode oh, when yeah. i watch more actually. Absolutely. but
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> jenny what did you watch
1: oh my god i'm so glad you asked i yeah. watched i pretty i technically watched two movies the second one um, is more it's a different kind of ship so maybe i'll save it for another time i really want to focus in here today on a big on a big ship full of sails and full of many lads inside of it who are so all
0: many so many lads
1: so many boat lads you know they're wearing uniforms they're drinking grog they're singing sea shanties that's right i'm here to talk to you today about 2003's master, master. commander <laughs> <laughs>
0: so good that's my
1: parents <laughs> okay. favorite book
0: movie probably if they try to deny it it's certainly the one that they talk yeah. about the most I so. for <laughs> my
1: extremely limited uh experience as you can see because I didn't watch anything it is the best one <laughs> um but honestly okay part of the reason why I had a hard time finding movies to watch was because a lot there so like a lot of pirate big sailboat movies are from like the 40s and 50s it seems to me from my mm-hmm. research and because mm-hmm. of that so many of them are really powerfully interacting with racism and colonialism but not in a critical
0: way no, <laughs> and no so not at all
1: <laughs> it's like they all I mean it makes sense because like the age of piracy and like yeah. big sail sailing ships you know pre- like the Industrial Revolution, it's all part of like the slave trade.
0: Yeah, kind of their whole vibe, their whole right. vibe, or like <laughs>
1: obliquely related to the slave trade. So, or even just like colonialism in general. So it's so so rough. Like I definitely I started and stopped two movies and was like, mm-hmm, oh. this isn't going to work for me.
0: <laughs> what were they? I'm so curious.
1: Uh, one of them was the mutiny on the Bounty from the 30s, uh-huh. It uh-huh. was, uh, uh, was just like immediately I was like, this is not, this is not going to work. Yeah. And then the other one, what was it called? I can't remember. It was like a, it was, it was a pirate movie specifically, and I was just like, yeah. mm, mm-mm, we're going like, uh, so rough. Like in mutiny on the Bounty, I didn't even get that far. But like at the very beginning, they discuss the trip that they're going on is to like obtain this fruit. Because it's really cheap, easy to grow, and has in high in calories, so it's like good to feed mm-hmm. slaves, enslaved people, and it's mm. just like I can, this is Yikes. terrible. Yeah, Yikes. like really yeah. nightmarish. I immediately clicked out of it. It's like this yeah. is not happening.
0: That's so rough.
1: Yeah. So instead,
0: gotta say also. Oh, oh no, sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, it's just like it. Just to me, I was like, this is a fruitless endeavor. <laughs> like yeah. I cannot.
0: I was just gonna say, pirates, bad people. Honestly, like, I don't know. I don't know about pirates, man. Well, also, I'm like, not ready all, to paint, all of...
1: <laughs> paint a brush with for pirates, but I will say for colonizers for sure.
0: Well, obviously <laughs> that too. But... <laughs> Thieves of the sea, also. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, yeah.
1: but yeah. So instead, instead of wading into those waters. I'm going to do a lot of that tonight. Lots of um, ocean puns. Uh, nice. The instead, I watched Master and Commander, which is not. It's during the Napoleonic Wars, so like you know, obviously, is British, but it doesn't. It feels, it's not trying to do anything political, and and it pretty much uh, successfully does that. It stays pretty yeah. apolitical. Um, um, but can I tell you about um, it? You've seen it, but can I tell I you about that it anyway?
0: It. Yeah, please. <laughs>
1: So it, uh, it stars Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany, uh, as Russell Crowe is the captain of a ship who is their British ship. And they're, uh, just out there looking for Napoleon's other ships for some reason. It's kind of unclear. Um, and Paul Bettany is the surgeon who's hanging out on the boat and they're just, you know, they're out there on the choppy waves. There's like hundreds of boys on this boat, uh, you know, doing all of their naval stuff, and it basically becomes like a a, a long term chase movie where they're they're following this Napoleonic ship that seems very ghostly and mysterious, but they really want to destroy it. But I would say the core of the movie is the relationship between Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany. <laughs> yeah, it's a
0: it's a buddy movie, and you know, I'm glad to talk about it. I haven't seen it in so long. I. Don't know why in my memory I was like, "Oh, Paul Bettany plays the naturalist Charles Darwin." He he
1: is a naturalist. He totally hey. is. Yeah. Okay, that's what I yeah.
0: <laughs> thought. I don't know why. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't come from nowhere. No, no, Either no, like, not at
1: all. They even go, these- yeah. Oh, sorry. They go to the Galapagos. I can't. The sound situation is funny tonight. I'm sorry. It's real
0: bad. (laughs) It's it's just awful. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, that's I think why I got them confused because I remember sweet scenes of him drawing pictures of critters on when they land. It's so
1: good. Yeah, I the first like I don't know 45 minutes of this movie or so, I was not really sold on it. I was enjoying all of the ocean scenes and, you know, everybody manning the sails and such, uh, like all the atmosphere is really fun, but it, I wasn't feeling emotionally invested. And then, you know, you get, you get in there a little bit more and suddenly Paul Bettany and Russell Crowe are fighting because Paul Bettany wants to stop at the Galapagos Islands and look at all the animals and do all this important research. And Russell Crowe's like, no, 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 we have to, hunt down this other ship and kill them all. And Paul that yeah. he's like, but why do you want to kill them? Seems why bad.
0: why? <laughs> um I do remember the mysterious ship being very thrilling because there's mm-hmm. something about seeing a ship on the horizon and not being able to see any of its crew. It's it's kind of an entity of its own. Very spooky, very strange. Um I really got to rewatch that movie, man. I remember it having also, I feel like it has a real, um, uh, like main theme that doesn't it have like a kind yeah. of a sweeping main theme. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The music in it is
1: great. The, oh, that's the other thing that's really sweet about it is Paul Bettany's character plays the cello, uh, and Russell Crowe's character plays the violin and they have and they like jam. their little, yeah, they jam, they have yeah, their little jam evening session. jam sessions it's very sweet there's also um the scene that really flipped me where I was like this movie rules actually because I wasn't I wasn't totally sold still um there's a scene where Paul Bettany's character is accidentally shot by one of the other people on the ship because they see an albatross and he's like oh I gotta shoot that albatross down boat stuff <laughs> love it <laughs> um, and he is shot in his in like the side of his torso basically and decides to operate on himself
0: so like
1: they pull over and onto the island because it's all it's it's great but anyway he just he Russell Crowe like holds his hand while he operates on himself and it was like I would watch a hundred hours of this scene yeah it was great it was very tender
0: it is totally a buddy it's primarily a buddy movie it's a buddies at sea movie yeah Yeah, absolutely. Um, Another episode will do.
1: (laughs) They have a lot of um, romantic arguments, and it really was working for me. As soon as that tide started to turn, I was like, "Okay, all right, tell me more." (laughs) Yeah, Um, there's also my only other note, really. Other than that, all of the scenes in the Galapagos are amazing. um, Is that Paul Bettany wears when he's going to like look at all the creatures and check out all this? Like, just do some natural history research on the galapagos islands um he's wearing this like beautiful floral bathrobe and like a straw hat <laughs> it's like very funny compared to all of the uh, all of the boys on the ship and they're like either their navy uniforms or like just you know the fluffy shirts and everything it was just great it was so yeah. beautiful <laughs> i really enjoyed it <laughs> i could take her leave can i tell Crow, you but... funny
0: yeah can I tell you a funny, like, kind of side story that involves loosely Master and Commander? Please. So the video store that I grew up with would get like once they got po- posters for the window of the n- the new release movie, of you know, rolled up posters, and I used to just grab them all. I had a Master and Commander poster. Uh, and there was this portion of our basement that was unfinished. And I briefly, rem- like, I remember turning it into a clubhouse. And I put up the master and commander poster and, like, an I Heart Huckabees poster and <laughs> invited my friends over and was like, This is my clubhouse. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> There's like a beanbag chair and a master and commander poster. <laughs> You're
1: like, this is the height of interior decoration. <laughs>
0: Come on, come on over, guys. Oh cool. That's so cute. I really love that. (laughs) It's a big Um, family favorite.
1: Yes. That makes a lot of sense. That really checks out. Um, do you want to tell me about what you watched, Amanda?
0: Sure. Um, I watched something that I haven't seen since it came out. And I really I'm sure my parents watched it when I came out, and so I did as well, and it scared me, and I also really loved it. It's technically not a movie. It's a miniseries that aired on the USA Network in 1998. It's Moby Dick starring Patrick Stewart. Um, It's really good. (laughs) (laughs) I had a great time watching it. I had a really great time watching it. It's sadly the only thing I watched for this show tonight. Um, it is streaming, by the way, on the Roku channel, but also in a few other free streaming networks, I think, that uh, like don't have very popular names. But when I punched it into my Roku on my television at home, a bunch of places popped up. So It's out there. Highly recommend. Three hour-ish long episodes. Ishmael, uh, (laughs) the narrator of Moby Dick, through which we watch the whole story unfold, is played by lovely, fresh-faced Henry Thomas, who you might know better as Elliot from E.T.
1: And
0: And he's great. He's he's really good as Ishmael. Uh, Ted Levine, who is people know famously from silence of the lambs as buffalo bill is starbuck and i gotta say it's real nice to um see him not play a total freakazoid i really he's he's a really good starbuck he's he's charming and really caring and i so i've never read moby dick so there's probably a lot of plot points that many people are aware of that i'm not so when i watch the show it's kind of fresh to me um but his character, at least in the show, Starbucks character is kind of the one that's trying to hold everything together as Ahab's uh, really um, just death death witch search for Moby Dick the Whale just tears everybody apart and um, Starbucks really trying to hold it all together. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's such a famous story. It's kind of funny to like tell people about Moby Dick. <laughs> um, it has really good sailor vibes. Everyone's real dirty, real yes. gross. Um, and a uh, nice opening scene in Nantucket. I felt, I really felt like I was there. I was like, I hate these gross sailors. They're so <laughs> naughty and rude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there's something about the quality to... Everyone's look and the maybe just the coloration of the movie that feels very like going to a living history place. And I don't mean to say that in a way where everyone's costumes look cheap, they don't. It just feels (laughs) (laughs) drag them, (laughs) No, no, no. Like I'm trying to say this as a compliment, but it's coming out of my mouth and it sounds like not a compliment at (laughs) all.
1: Like like historically grounded. Yeah,
0: I guess so. I I don't know. It feels. It looks good. I guess what I'm trying to say is it looks good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Um. There's some nice details, and hey, it looks real good for made for TV. That's. For sure, um, love quag Everybody loves quag This little kid, seven years old, loved Quigwig. Still at uh, twenty nine, loves Quigwig. <laughs> In this movie, um, <laughs> who, who and because I can't say the book, I've never read the book. I'm sure. I would. Um, I looked him up. And I'm going to look him up right now. Um
1: not a
0: famous face no no his name is Paripi Waratini um but he's fantastic uh everyone on the boat is pretty hot um (laughs) I mean that is the ideal (laughs) yeah uh there's a football locker room dynamic of course yeah Ishmael's like see yeah he's secretly he's never been on a on a ship he's never worked on a ship but he used to be a school teacher and he's like I gotta get on a sh- ship I want to get this experience I feel the calling of the son of the ship mostly because he and Queequeg become fast buddies and Queequeg is a really good harpoonist and he gets invited to go on the Pequot which is the ship Um, and uh, you know they all make fun of shrimpy little smile at first and then he becomes one of the guys uh (laughs) through acts of respect respectability (laughs) and talent yeah I mean I'm reading my notes and they're funny because it is kind of just telling the plot um uh Patrick Stewart's Ahab is really wonderful the when we first see him is fantastic he They don't reveal his face until later, but when you first see him, he he comes down the stairs with his peg leg and his wife. So it's really sad, um, but he's so scary that the first scene you see is they walk, he he walks out the front door of his house to go board the ship. And the wife and son are like holding each other by the firelight because they're terrified of (laughs) Ahab. Um yeah. <laughs> it's it, uh it was great. I loved yeah. it. I had a great time.
1: I did yeah. in my travels I saw it and I added it to my list cuz I was like, "Ooh, interesting." <laughs> oh.
0: mm-hmm. Um there was a really brief appearance uh goes out to sea. So that was cool.
1: I think I lost you. <laughs> oh no, Amanda. Oh, i you Maybe you've lost me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe you're back. No, no. Hi. No,
0: oh,
1: no. no? <laughs> oh no! No, I, oh no! Oh no! Can, uh... Well, um, <laughs>
0: that's the uh, that's the Moby Dick 1998 miniseries, folks. Gotta check it out. It's streaming on many free platforms. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, oh darn, my my internet. Oh no. <laughs>
1: I got you back for a second there. <laughs> I'm really excited to listen to this and see uh, and hear all of the great things that you're saying. Cause I'm sure they're really, I oh. keep getting like the beginning and then the end, not the middle.
0: <laughs> Don't be too excited. <laughs> oh, it no. probably sounds bad.
1: <laughs> I doubt that. Um, but yeah, I really, um, yeah. you know, see stuff. I really like, um it's just so nice to like watch a movie with a bunch of people on a boat who are trapped and they have to really rely on each other uh, in order to survive. That really speaks to me. (laughs) I mean, it's a lot like space movies where it's like, we have to have this really rigid hierarchy to make sure that everybody does their job in order to keep everybody alive.
0: Exactly. I know it's um, I'm curious to explore more. As we said this, this time around, I did not watch much. I, in fact, only watched Moby Dick, (laughs) but, um, I am really curious to, to delve deeper. Um,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: it's it there. I think they're surprisingly hard to find. Obviously we're both huge fans of the terror, which is real season one, which is really good. Um, but yeah, I think it's probably hard to find ones that are interesting
1: yeah, I think it's also I mean, I was thinking about it yeah. when I was doing my search, because it seems like it's a pretty challenging type of movie from a production standpoint, you know, you like know, you have to have a big boat. <laughs> <laughs> and like, even if you green screen the ocean, which presumably they are doing in all of these movies, it still is like, okay, but you have to have the boat, though. And that's pretty serious. And then everything else needs mm-hmm. to be CGI, which is a lot of money um Mm -hmm. but I do that is I realized I'm the one who came up with this theme and the reason I realized that I wanted to do it was literally because I was just in the mood to watch the terror again which is like probably the best seafaring uh you know boat media at this at this moment in time in my opinion
0: I would I would wholeheartedly agree yeah I think it's definitely definitely my favorite Big ship movie. I think yeah. <laughs> and we oddly we oddly had a hard time like putting a real name on this theme because it's not just any boats; it's big ships. It's
1: big ships. Yeah, we're not. Are, t- <laughs> yeah,
0: like yeah, colonial era big ships. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, totally. Because I, I kept thinking of other movies, and then I was like, no, that's kind of like it's more of a Titanic type of boat, a big steam, a ship, cruise liner, <laughs> a cruise liner. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a big boat full of sails
0: exactly the the only other movie that i well there was a couple that i'd looked up but the one other movie i thought of of that i've already seen as well was dead calm which Hmm. is a a, does not apply
1: but it's great it's a little boat
0: but does not apply
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i also i put dead calm on my list and then took it off because i was like "Mm, boat's too small it's not gonna work
0: little little tiny boat one or two (laughs) yep (laughs) Yeah. Do you watch anything else?
1: Well, that's the only other thing I watched was um, a Titanic movie. <laughs> I watched a Titanic movie, which was really good. um It's I'll tell you about it anyway, even though it's not really <laughs> related. uh It's it's called A Night to Remember, which I have seen parts of. I remember watching it. I think when I was in high school, it was on like TCM when I got home from school or something. Um, but it's from 1958. And it's just like a straight up and down telling of the Titanic. And it's really good. It's really, really beautiful. I watched it last night. Just because I like, I was like, well, let's try it and see what happens. Maybe it will still give me the same energy as the big sailboat movies, even though I don't think that it will, Um, Mm -hmm. which it didn't. But it does have, it also has the same, like, because there's basically a naval crew manning the ship like you still kind of get that social hierarchy of like there's this group of people in uniforms they are they are all like basically acting under a certain set of like procedures and they have to follow those procedures mm-hmm. in order to like you know maintain order um which obviously doesn't happen in the titanic famously um but it was mm-hmm. really it's a really good movie it's like very humane which i really like um i think a lot of stuff from the Nineties Titanic was copped from it, <laughs> um, like which I mean yeah. obviously it's a it's a historical event. But uh, for example, yeah. this they do the scene where the band is playing, like the the little orchestral band is playing outside, um, you Messy know, as everybody's right panicking, up. and then the ma- the conductor is like, "Okay, boys, we've done our duty. This is all we can do. You're all welcome to leave." And they start to walk away, and he begins to play. And they all Ugh. turn around and come back and play with him. No. And I did. No. <laughs> yeah, it gets me every time. <laughs> yeah, it's really Damn it. beautiful. Um, Damn it. It's a really, it's, if you are interested in the Titanic, I mean, in general, it's just a really great movie. It's pretty long, like, but they, it's, they hit the iceberg pretty soon. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, but I really liked it. It was, it's like a very. It just felt very sensitively done. Like you can do a a disaster movie that isn't sensitive pretty easily, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. It felt very like treating everybody, even the people who are making like very cruel and foolish mistakes, like with sensitivity, because obviously it's like just such a terrible situation. Um, That's
0: cool. I feel like that's really rare for (laughs) retellings of really tragic real life disasters,
1: Totally. Um, (laughs) Especially like, I mean, it wasn't so soon after it, but it's in, it's from the fifties. So it's like, there wasn't like a ton of time
0: past between the Titanic and that.
1: Um, but yeah, it was fun, but it was not a no sails in sight, (laughs) only masts,
0: (laughs) only big pipes. Um, Jenny, if you were a crew member on a big ship, which, which, which which office? Would you like to hold?
1: <laughs> That's a really good question. I feel like my understanding <laughs> cabin <of> it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I am the cabin boy. It's true. <laughs> I feel like my understanding of this the this, um, different roles on a ship all come from the terror because they like have they all have their titles, I and I feel like the one that I identify the most with is like the steward, who are the people who are there to just kind of like take care of people. Um, you know, yeah. they're there to Uh, dress the captain and then they like take the tea away and then they like make sure the room is cleared away and I feel like that's kind of where I'm at (laughs) that does sound
0: the best yeah Yeah? well I it's hard to say because I know Yeah, most of my knowledge comes from watching TV and not actual positions. Like in Moby Dick, there was a carpenter on board whose job it was to make coffins for everybody, which was awful (laughs) and scary, (laughs) but he was really cute and kind. And, um, there's probably gotta be somebody who takes care of all the animals, the livestock on board, right? Yeah,
1: totally. If you're on a ship that's got livestock.
0: yeah. Otherwise, I'd probably say first mate because I don't know. I feel like the locker room vibe is a little intimidating for me and I'm not really ready. For- <laughs> yeah, that's I fair. don't know. <laughs> it just seems like a lot of pressure to prove yourself. <laughs> I feel a little nervous about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, oh, no, that's what I really feel like for me. My idea of a steward is like, okay, yes, you're doing this. But also you're like having a tender romantic relationship with the captain and you're slowly falling in love and that's why I want to be the stupid just to be clear I <laughs> mean yeah, sim-
0: similar to first mate we're best friends yeah.
1: exactly the captain can rely on you in times of trouble maybe yeah. the captain sick and you have to take over for a second but he's like oh my god I can rely on my first mate yeah it's really good yeah
0: the captain <laughs> has to look strong for the men but, but like in that cool captain's room with all the windows at the back of the ship maybe he opens up yes oh my god and he's he's able to mate of the ship that whispers (laughs) gentle advice in his ear wow
1: yes and Um, that's why sailing movies are really good because that's the idea yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. wish there was more of them that that went for it with this idea but i you know what can you do you're
1: gonna do we'll just you know we'll have um, to start pitching them get them made
0: i know i i do think we'll have to revisit this theme when we're feeling ready to watch tons more <laughs> um, because i bet there's more if if i dig deeper once i found realized i could watch the 1998 movie deck i was like all right that's it yeah <laughs> like, i'm watching that <laughs> oh yes um yeah, uh, I, oh, sorry to go back to Moby Dick. I just, no, please. I love, I'm so, sorry, spoiler alert. Um, um, I love that everybody dies in the end, except <laughs> Ishmael. Intense, and when I was a kid, it really scared <laughs> um and it okay so there are just a few touches of cgi for the whale whale which is really cool it's really fun i love to see that um and then real real whales for distance shots and stuff like that but yeah of course as a kid it terrified me and uh, listeners if you are going to watch this of course as you might imagine because it's about the whaling industry there is a lot of uh, gore, yeah. whale gore, whale gore, yeah. oof. That's yeah, hard. Yeah, but um, you know, there it's they're pretty brutal sailors. <laughs> I think that's yeah. why I come in here and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> These guys, all of them, colonialists, pirates, all of them, and they're all bad.
1: bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I'm, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm coming from a place of um. It's time for me to reveal something about myself. I really appreciate Kenny
0: loves pirates. No,
1: it's not true. Shut up. I don't I don't feel anything about pirates, except I did watch the television program from a couple of years ago called Black Sails. And I thought it was very good. Which I don't think anybody else thinks, but I do. explicitly because it's about all these pirates who are like outcasts from society and their like ultimate goal is to destroy the English empire they're like yeah. we are removing ourselves from this because we have been like just totally ostracized by society because they're all like different uh marginalized identities and it rules yeah. it's a great that is like the tool that pirates should be is as like an anti-colonial, definitely. Like we're gonna change stuff. We're gonna live outside of this like em- empirical law that doesn't make any sense to us.
0: Yeah, and... anarchists on on water.
1: <laughs> on what uh, exactly? And that's what Black sales is about.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can only hope that that's actually what pirates wanted was to like dismantle colonialism yeah. and not just money. Yeah, it's
1: probably. You know what? Money. That's
0: I go to bed imagining that that's what most pirates were. I'm sure, at the very least, there was like at least 100 pirates (laughs) that were like 100 nice
1: pirates,
0: (laughs) 100 chill pirates. They just cared about taking down the Dutch East India Training Company, and that's it
1: the other pirates don't worry about it. it's you yeah. know they're not a monolith we can't we can't say anything about all pirates because it's like you know no it's not, not a it's not an identity
0: no it's a,
1: it's a career exactly it's a job oh my god
0: you know and if you love, love if you love the career it doesn't feel like work exactly. just, yeah
1: you don't you know it's not labor anymore (laughs) oh my god you know I did I really did think about watching Pirates of the Caribbean but it's just like a summer movie I think I haven't watched it in a really long time but in my imagination yeah it's a summer movie
0: I mean I'm sure this is no secret based on my age and the popularity of those movies I absolutely loved those movies when they came out like <laughs> really really love those movies so much totally <laughs> I wrote a I wrote a fan letter to Orlando <gasps> Bloom <laughs> oh
1: my god that's so cute yeah I really love that yeah was yep. it because of Pirates of the yeah. Caribbean though or because of Lord of the Rings both uh, definitely both <laughs> oh
0: that is something I've been watching lately I watched Return of the King the other night after obviously watching the previous two of the trilogy. And I don't know, it's something maybe about right now. Maybe it's my connection that I'm feeling to wizards right now. But uh I just really emotional rewatch, really emotional rewatch, lots of tears.
1: Yeah.
0: One, Emotions went to bed sad. <laughs> oh
1: no, sad. I thought it's the happy one. It's the last one.
0: <laughs> well, I went to bed wondering if when you go to the undying lands in that's across the sea from middle earth is it heaven
1: isn't that the idea
0: or is it just another place
1: Well, it depends on you know. Is it heaven just another place, Amanda? If you really think about I it, know,
0: which is why it's nice because it's a nice way to look at death and as another journey. But it just I didn't want to say goodbye.
1: As Dumbledore says, death is but the next great adventure.
0: These wizards, I can't with these wizards.
1: <laughs> we just gotta get a movie with wizards on the ocean, and we'll really be all set. <laughs>
0: Oh gosh I know some some of these these Gandalf quotes I've been just thinking about a lot lately and Dumbledore these all these beautiful quotables that just are getting me through these dark
1: times. (laughs) You know emotions are like close to the surface and wizards just pull that right out of you. Oh man.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: (laughs) Oh buddy. Oh man. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Shall we. So that's yeah uh yeah just you know switch into (laughs) gently transition into things we're looking forward to recommendations let's move away from the sea for a minute
0: I would love to but you know what she's always there we can always go back it's true (laughs) but let's be land lovers again and well actually not so soon (laughs) I have a recommendation (laughs) So <laughs> please tell me please this is me. another thing that I this is another thing that I was maybe can you hear me
1: mm-hmm.
0: Can you hear me? okay cool there this was another thing that I was maybe going to dip a toe into in time for this show. I did not have time, but that's okay. I have the DVD set um and I haven't watched it since I first did. So if you decide to watch this after my recommendation and it sucks. <laughs> That's fine. Um, <laughs> it's a little little British show based on the uh, uh, CS Forrester, I think is his name. It's the Horatio Hornblower TV show. That's a person's name. It's the title character uh, played by Yohan Grufford who's a, a cutie. You've seen him around. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So it's it's a TV show, British TV show, based off of the novels of the same name by C.S. Forrester. Uh, and it's about a guy, um, a lieutenant on a ship. It's a, he's a young guy making his way up through the ranks. He's a young, fresh-faced cutie. Um, it's, I-, I loved it. when <laughs> I first, my, my parents brought it home at some point when I was a teen. And we all watched it together and had a great time. It obviously has that very British TV quality. Uh, the film quality. Look. <laughs> so soap opera-y, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> can but t- hey, big, beautiful ships.
1: I've always wanted to see Horatio Hornblower, but I have never had that, So maybe it's our time.
0: Yeah uh well don't worry because i will bring the dvds to work
1: Yay! <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> thank goodness um
0: yeah i think i think each episode is pretty long too it'll it'll last you for a sec nice. i don't know truly it, it has been a while oh no i am seeing it's it's 100 minutes running time for an episode so oh whoa the long episode.
1: okay yeah that's sweet it's just pop on a movie every time you want to watch an episode that's cool exactly
0: uh, so that's my my recommendation is Horatio Hornblower TV series.
1: Um, can I tell you, my recommendation is also sea themed. <laughs> so we didn't really move away from the ocean at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Um, my recommendation, I've actually told Amanda about this, but I don't think I talked about it on the show. Um, I kept thinking about it because it's see adjacent but it's a movie that came out in 2019 called blow the man down um which i didn't really hear anything about when it came out but then i i I just saw it while i was like scrolling prime months ago um and decided to watch it but it's uh directed by two women which is really cool uh and it's basically it's about these two girls who are sisters who um get implicated in a murder basically uh in coastal Maine and it's really fun it's like very twisty uh it has like a good kind of a Coen Brothers energy about it like a, this just a small town where people are just getting in over their heads in these really in this complicated um situation Love uh, that. but it opens with a bunch of like fishermen singing a sea shanty <laughs> and it's really good it's like very captivating um, and yeah, I just, I really liked it. I thought it was like, I, at the time there were parts of it that I was like, oh, this is kind of slow, but I've been thinking about it a lot since I saw it, which feels like a good sign, you know, yeah. it, left, it definitely left an impression. Um, oh, nice. All the actors in it are really good. There's a lot of like heavy Maine and New England accents in it, mm. which is mm. so good. <laughs> I really You're love friends. it. As a, like, as a person who's from Massachusetts, as a Amanda also is, just like those juicy
0: New England accents really take me home I miss them all the time yeah I love them I love them so Um, much I'm excited to check that out because when it was airing uh I was getting a lot of ads for it on my social media and it did look really fun Mm -hmm. and uh yeah cool to hear that it's Coen Brothers because I love that effect small people getting involved in something much bigger than or not small people but you know uh regular folks ordinary people people getting involved in something that's much bigger than them
1: yeah
0: um and uh um yeah I do love something that a crime that takes place in a small town is always fun the the gossip aspect of a small town is always fun for a crime story
1: totally it's really great it just is also it takes place in the winter time which is cool like I'm really feeling that desire I think that's also why I wanted to watch the terror was just like (laughs) it's snowing outside I want to watch something where people are cold and snowy (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah yeah,
1: it's really I really enjoyed it I would highly recommend it it's streaming on prime if you have that Um, I would you might be able to rent it other places also Um, but yeah I really enjoyed it it just has like it's got some good performances in it. I think Margot Martindale's in it. <laughs> as a character actor. She's very fun. <laughs> love her. Um, love love her. her. But yeah, it's really. I would highly recommend it. You know, just if you're in the in the mood for a seafaring film, but not a literal one. You you just want the energy of a coast. Yeah. Yeah,
0: which you know that really does it for me a lot of the time. Doesn't need to necessarily be on a boat. Just just yeah. near
1: just nautical some nautical energy you want to see anchors you want to see mermaids you want
0: to see a rope I'm trying to think if there's something that I'm looking forward to watching because I know there is yeah I know there is (laughs) there's so Um, much I know I think it's I you know we maybe discuss this a little bit on the show but the the HBO Max Warner Brothers deal that's like really not very good or really not good at all for a lot of people in the biz um, because it's a deal that really just serves Warner Brothers and HBO. But I gotta say I'm feeling a little tempted by Godzilla versus King Kong.
1: (laughs) Yeah same. Um,
0: Yeah (laughs) Um, there's definitely something to be said about you know really craving something big budget and totally Mm -hmm. new yeah for sure Uh, yeah we'll see if I actually end up doing that but um yeah yeah
1: it's a bummer from like the standpoint of movie theaters and people in the industry however at the same time like it is exciting that we will be able to see some of those movies that I would really like to see you know it's complicated I don't know enough about the situation to really speak about it Other than that, from what I've seen, it seems like, um, you know, people, people who work in the industry are potentially being harmed by it. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, you know, it's a weird, it's a very weird and hard time to try and put movies out into the world.
0: Totally. At the very least, too, I know, aside from the, because so many people work on movies aside from the the various people that work on movies who maybe aren't getting paid what they should because of this deal I know that there's a lot of uh, directors and writers that are are coming out saying that this is um, just like a bad omen for Mm. the future of uh, movie making and more specifically of course movie releasing uh, in theaters like you said so Yeah, but um, I'm powerless to stop it. (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) Just just waiting until the future when we can go back to the movie theater. It will be so wonderful.
0: It will be so exciting.
1: (laughs) I I will say there is another movie coming out soon that I've really been wanting to see. And it's finally getting to, uh, like, it's coming out so that you can rent it at the end of February. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called Minari. Have you heard of it, Amanda? No. It's a movie. It's um star Steven young and it is directed by Lee Isaac Chung. Mm-hmm. Um but it's coming out it's like I keep seeing people reviewing it and they've been reviewing it for like 2 months and I'm like where are you watching this? You can't yeah. find it anywhere. It's coming out um to rent on February 26th, um, uh-huh. which I'm very excited about. It's about um like just a family in the Midwest, a Korean American family in the Midwest. Um Or maybe, I guess, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's in Arkansas. Uh, And it's just like a family, just like a family drama. But it looks really beautiful. And all of the reviews I've seen have been exceptional. And I love Stephen Young. I think he's so cute. Uh, And I'm really excited to see it. I hear it's amazing. I'm like, please let me watch this movie. (laughs) I'm dying to watch this movie.
0: (laughs) What is it called? Um, Minari,
1: M-I-N-A-R-I. Minari. Oh, I lost you. I lost you there. She's gone.
0: Minari. Okay. Minari. Oh, are you back? Okay. Cool. Well, yeah, that sounded gone too. You were gone too. Oh
1: my gosh, <laughs> we're both gone. <laughs> but are we both back? I think we might both be back.
0: I can hear you.
1: Okay. Good. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Just in time oh, for us to wrap up.
0: <laughs> the internet's been hellish tonight.
1: Yeah, it's not um, a good one. It's the storm, I'm assuming. I mean, yep. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I'm similarly looking forward to something that's available for rent streaming right now. That's a documentary called Some Kind of Heaven. Um that have you heard about this movie? Tell me more. It's about so it's about um a like this massive retirement community in central Florida called the Villages. Uh, um where everything is there. Everything is provided. it's it's a utopia. I think it's just a documentary about a few of the villages this retirement community were in. And I'm really curious because there's just something really, really surreal about this retirement community. Uh and how much it has yeah
1: totally ah there's it's i i'm interested to watch some documentaries also in this this winter season Mm -hmm. yeah well i think that's about it for us tonight (laughs) this is stormy poorly connected ocean we're (laughs) sailing upon
0: we are so sorry listeners Um, we have no idea how it sounded on your end, hopefully not just absolutely awful, uh,